0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, beautiful mamas, to this episode of the Happy Mama Movement. Today, I want to talk about that voice in your head, that voice that is always there, perhaps telling you that you could be doing better, telling you that you're doing a crap job, telling you that it's all too hard today and I don't want to do it. Whatever that voice is, it is your ego, your inner mean mama voice, as I like to call it. And it's pretty much the biggest topic that I speak to women about. How do we change that voice? Because that voice starts from before you open your eyes in the morning until you close your eyes at the end of the day, and it changes the way we show up in life. It changes the way we deal with our kids with our partners, with life, because it's a constant soundtrack in the back, reminding us that we should be doing better. Today's episode is all about that. In today's episode, I talk to Erin Reganzani, a mind detox therapist and creator of the program Mummy Mind Detox, which is based in Melbourne. She's a mama of one, with another one on the way she shares with us now what mind detox is and how we can all start to become more aware of that voice and how we can turn it around even in the middle of the chaos can't wait to share it with you This is the Happy Mama Movement with your host, Amy taylor Kavaz, author, Mama to Three and editor of the Happy Mama magazine. In my mamahood journey, I have gone from an overachieving, addicted to busyness superwoman to finally slowing down, simplifying and realising that being a mama is the greatest self-development teacher in the world. And after more than 15 years covering breaking news, I've swapped current affairs to inspiration and now bring you the best I can find every week to help us feel more connected as women as we raise our families. Because when we come together, amazing things happen. So welcome to the movement.
1: I was a mind detox therapist and a coach before I became a mum. Um, And so I used to, when I first started my business, I just helped young women kind of stop partying Mm -hmm. um, and settle down. And then I started to find, before I fell pregnant, I was attracting a lot of mums. Um, And then I became pregnant um, and I decided that I needed to pick whether I was going to help mums or young women, and my heart was just telling me I needed to help mums, um, and that's where my passion lies, 100%.
0: And what about in your own motherhood journey? You had all of this experience and understanding of the tools around how we can work with that voice in our head And then, of course, motherhood comes along, and I know in my own experience, I knew it all in theory, but there is nothing like putting it into practice in your own life when those babies come along and throw all those unpredictable things
1: at you. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I felt so much pressure, I suppose, and it was pressure I was putting on myself, definitely, to be this calm mum all the time. Um, And then reality hit, and it just wasn't happening. And I had that voice in my head. I had maternal health nurses whispering in my ear um, and, you know, the opinions of other people. Um, And it was easy to get caught up in it. Um, And that's when I had to bring myself back and coach myself ultimately um, and put everything into perspective. And, you know, there are definitely times when I slip up even now, you know, year on, um, that that's that's life. And it's okay. It's a okay to do that.
0: So looking back now in hindsight, it's so reassuring to hear someone like you, I'm sure for so many mamas Someone who's got all of those tools in place and who still struggled, especially with those early months of babyhood, I bet, Mm. to try and keep their mind in a positive place. Like what a relief for us normal people who don't have those (laughs) tools. So, but now you're past that and I know you're preparing for a second baby. What do you think? it is about those early months and years of parenthood that really make it so hard for us to stay connected to a positive mindset and to back ourselves and believe in ourselves and have all of that strength?
1: I think it is the distractions. You know, we've, get, we've gotten so confused um, because there are so many things that we can read and so many, um, so much advice that we get given. Um, And it's so easy to get muddled up and just forget about our intuition. Um, And I really do believe that if we just come back to that, what feels good to you? What feels right for you? You know, the first few months of motherhood for me, I really struggled with um, my milk supply coming in. Um, and you know, so many people were giving their advice and I knew what I needed to do, but I was just so scared because of the judgment. But again, it was, I was placing that upon myself and I was putting myself in, you know, the chat groups on Facebook and things like that, where it did get confusing. Um, and so I made a conscious effort to step away from all of that. When I was pregnant, I, um, I decided to only read two books about um, motherhood Um, and they were books that I would really thought about consciously like I want to read this and read this and then I'm not gonna read anymore because I'm just gonna let my journey happen the way that it's gonna happen Um, and then yeah I got caught up in it all I got caught up in the mothers groups and the maternal health nurses and stuff like that Um, and that's when I did lose lose that intuition. So when I stepped back from all of that um, and just came back to what feels good to me, what feels right for me and my baby, that's when it all started to become easier, so much easier.
0: And they're the types of questions that get us through motherhood, whether it's the first few months or whether they're tweens, disconnecting from all the noise around us, simplifying it and connecting with our own voice. Mm-hmm. So, talk to us a little bit about mind detox therapy, what it is, and how something like that would help yourself in those moments of overwhelm, and also what you teach other mamas now.
1: Yep. So, mind detox therapy is a method that was created by Sandy Newbigging, and um, it's a yeah, it's a type of therapy that helps you get to the root of a problem. So. Um, a limiting belief more specifically so the things that we tell ourselves over and over again you know I can't do it, I'm not good enough I'm not cut out for this, all those things that cause the self doubt and cause the fear and cause all those negative emotions through Mind Detox you get to the root of it um, and you create a new belief um, a new positive belief and you embed that in your subconscious because our subconscious is so powerful and that's what's driving us 24-7, Twenty-four-seven, these beliefs that we have from all these years ago when we were kids, and we're carrying them around as adults. Um, and consciously, we we don't we can't um, identify that that's what's going on sometimes. Um, so mind detox gets to the root of that. So, I've used the mind detox method as a I suppose as a platform to um, help women so through the Mummy mind detox program which I run in Melbourne um, it is used sometimes I mean the whole program is based around um, creating a more positive mindset but it's an overall lifestyle program about connection and helping mums reconnect with themselves so it all does come back to your thoughts and the things that you're telling yourself over and over and over. But as humans, we want um, a how-to. We want something that we can, you know, take away and work on um, because a lot of the time it is really difficult to tap into that subconscious, and that's where the Mind Detox method um, and hypnotherapy and EFT and things like that are awesome to help people do that. But Mummy Mind Detox is more so a lifestyle program for mums to help them reconnect with themselves and their community and like-minded mums. Because
0: in my experience working with mummers and that voice that is constantly running in the background of our lives. Yeah, So many of us aren't even aware that it's there. We, no. We're we not even aware of how it sabotages us or what it's telling us. You know, I've spoken to women who have said, oh, no, I don't think I've got one of those. And then a few weeks later after we've been, you know, trying to really listen and connect and be um, aware of that in the back of our minds all the time There, wow yeah. that is vicious and i mm-hmm. didn't even know it was there um that's almost the biggest hurdle i have found is to actually start becoming aware that there's something there like a static on a radio station in between channels that's just constantly in the background of your life isn't it
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that's the thing we've we've had it since we were young so we're so used to it being there that it just feels normal. We don't even realise it's there anymore exactly.
0: And I find that mummahood, like so many parts of our lives, is the best or perhaps the worst, accelerator of this. There is nothing more that the ego or the inner mean mama voice, as I like to call it, loves than an exhausted mama mm. who is dealing with a sick child and who is also behind and paying the bills and also have has a mother-in-law coming to visit tomorrow. Like the, the ego swoops in on those vulnerable moments more than any other and just loves to settle in there. And so although if you're listening, you're thinking, God, there's so much work for me to do to understand that voice and what it's doing, this is a beautiful opportunity for us to understand this. Motherhood does bring us to the brink of really wanting to look at this, don't you think?
1: Definitely,
0: definitely. So how do we do that?
1: Day to day, it's identifying what your triggers are. So in those moments where something happens and you react, you're reacting because of a belief that you have. So for example, someone cuts you off in traffic, you get angry. Why are you angry? Have a look at what's the emotion that, that the trigger's brought up for you. And if you think about it, how can you take responsibility for how you're feeling? So, you know, someone's cut you off in traffic, you feel angry. Maybe it is because you feel like that person doesn't respect you. And the belief is no one cares. So when you bring it back to those sorts of things, how can you then look at it from a different angle? So how can you get some perspective on it? Yes, that person's cut you off in traffic. Maybe they didn't see you. Maybe they're in a hurry to get to the hospital because someone's sick. You don't know what their story is. You've got to have faith. You've got to have faith in in. The world rather than looking at it in a negative way um, a big one for me a massive trigger I suppose and I'm sure all mums can relate to this one was you know your baby you your baby's meant to be asleep it's crying it's not settling you're getting frustrated why are you getting frustrated what's really going on for you how's it making you feel that your baby's not doing what you what you want it to be doing I always say to take a step back, you know, in those those particular moments where you do feel solely responsible. How can you take a step back, whether it is, you know, shutting the door and going into your bedroom and taking a breath and just putting it into perspective? How am I feeling? Why am I feeling like that? How can I change my perspective on this? Is the easiest way of of getting to the root of what's going on is getting to those limiting beliefs and, um, yeah, getting to the core of of what's happening in your subconscious.
0: What if we step back, go into another room, close the door, have a big breath and ask ourselves that question and the answer that comes up is, I'm exhausted, I'm over this, I don't have any help. I can't do this anymore. Why does it always have to be me? Why is this so hard? And it's just even more of an onslaught of negativity. How do you stop that? I call it like the spiral. You dive down into the rabbit hole of negativity. How do you make sure that when you ask yourself that question, you're not just going in deeper?
1: Yeah, 100%. I've definitely been there. (laughs) Um, I guess that for me, what works is reminding myself that this will pass. What's happening right now is just a moment and it's going to pass. And thinking about the good side, you know, I recommend to mums having a photo, you know, if if their escape place is their bedroom um, and that's where they want to go to take their breath, have a photo of your baby happy so that you can remind yourself that this is just you know, whatever's going on, maybe they're hot, maybe they're cold, maybe nothing's wrong and they just need a second to cry it out, whatever it is. That's not how they are all the time. And I'm doing the best I can. Mm. I'm doing the best that I can and this will pass.
0: Yes, I love that mantra. And I think also we have to allow. Those really awful thoughts to come up sometimes. Yep, I think, definitely. you know, when they bubble up and say, Why is it always me? I'm doing this all alone. Feel that for a moment, kind of let it pass through your body, and then come back to the I'm amazing, I'm doing this, this is going to pass. I love that. Thanks, Erin. 100%. That's really good.
1: And I mean, you know, even if it's not a moment, like I've had recently, I mean, especially with hormones with this um, second pregnancy. Um, hormones being so up and down. I've had days lately where it's just been in that spiral. But it's, yeah, allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel. Obviously still, you know, showing up as the best mum that you can be with while experiencing what you're doing, but calling on that help and being open to that help and understanding that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay that you're feeling how you're feeling there are people around. There's always someone that can help you.
0: You're listening to the Happy Mama Movement. At the core of it, the Happy Mama Movement is all about one simple idea, that motherhood can be the greatest catalyst for change in a busy woman's life. So now for the big 3 questions. What has motherhood taught you about yourself?
1: Motherhood has definitely taught me that I'm more strong and more capable than I ever thought that I was. You know, I've been juggling so many things this past year um, and to get to now um, and realise that I've done it. I've had all these amazing things happen. I'm creating another baby and it's all just happening perfectly is a massive achievement for me.
0: Yes, you can really see looking back how much you can just manage and do and create while you're going through all of the things that early motherhood throws at you as well. Definitely. And so if you could go back and tell yourself one thing before you started this motherhood journey, what would it be?
1: Uh, it would be to believe them when they say that time flies. Because <laughs> oh, beautiful. I, yeah, I used to, people would say, oh, you know, appreciate the moments because they just fly by in the blink of an eye and, you know, I don't even know where this last year's gone um, and I really wish that I had of cherished the cuddles a bit more because now my... My um, one-year-old doesn't really enjoy cuddling. She doesn't enjoy sitting still at all. Um, So, yeah, just really enjoy it. Enjoy every part of it, the highs and the lows. Just understand that it's all just part of the journey.
0: And finally, what does being a happy mama mean to you?
1: A happy mama is a mama that's connected to themselves, that feels like themselves, um, and feels passionate about what's, about her life. Mm. You know, even the other day I was sitting in my office and I hadn't been in my office working in a week and I sat in my office and I was doing work and I just felt so like me again. And, you know, that's not to say that being a mum I, I don't enjoy it or I don't feel like it's my calling or whatever because... I, I definitely love being a mum, but I'm the best mum when I'm when I'm working, when I'm, you know, seeing clients, when I'm writing blog posts, when I'm doing all these things that light me up, and when I'm not doing them, and I don't feel like me, I'm a crappy mum.
0: Amen. I'm the yep. same. <laughs> yeah. And whatever that thing is that lights you up it might be your work it might be yoga it might be meditation it might be knitting it really doesn't matter as long as there's something in your life that is for you and you only and brings you back into your home and into being a mama more full and ready to be that woman again I love that thanks Erin
1: no worries
0: Mummers, if you want to find out more, especially if you're in Melbourne, about Erin's programmes, please look Mummy Mind Detox. The website will be in the show notes, but thank you so much, Erin. Thank
1: you so much for having me, Amy. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to the Happy Mama Movement. To make sure you never miss an insight, please subscribe to this podcast. And also pop on over to see the latest issue of the Happy Mama magazine at www.happymama.com.au.